Hey there, this is Iggy Pop. Welcome to the Date Night Podcast. Just a quick warning that uh, some bad language in this one. And also the sound of mastication. So um, by that I mean chewing. It's late on in the podcast, but at least you've been warned. And also if you're offended by the sound of mastication, you eat three times a day. So you better learn to live with yourself. Anyway... Enjoy the podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to uh, and Hetland's Date Night, night Pod. <laughs> That's it. We're so in tune. We finish each other's words, even if it's not the sentences. <laughs> uh, huh, huh, uh. Hello, uh, welcome. If you're joining us for the first time, this is a podcast where me, Rob Rouse, and my delightful wife, Helen Rutter, who never took my name, we uh, we do a podcast each week. We do something fun together, something silly together. We have a laugh. Uh, Helen usually takes a piss out of what I'm wearing quite heavily at the start of the podcast. No, stop it. And we have Don't a great time. Because then you ruin the start of the podcast. No, they know you're going to do that. Any regulars will know that. I'm just warning anyone who's listening the first time. How much you lay into totally, me over what I choose totally to wear? Pop the joke before it happens. Well, no, they know it's coming because you do it every week. <laughs> That's the point. How are you? I hope you're having a great week. Thank you very much for downloading this. Wherever you're listening to it, um, at work, secretly, on your journey to work, on the train, tap someone on the shoulder, tell them they should be listening to this too because we we're really enjoying this, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that great pause there just before you uh, agreed. We're really enjoying doing it. And we just want more and more people to listen. So spread the word about the podcast. Uh, I've got a few tour dates. I'm going to plug them. All the dates are at robrouse.com. Tickets on sale now uh, up till Christmas and from the spring onwards. Anything you'd like to plug, Helen? No, I want to get on with it this week. You want to get on with it? Right, okay, cool. Well, obviously they've seen the title of the podcast as they've downloaded it. What is the title of the podcast? I've called it Ready Steady Cook, but okay. I don't know we're allowed to call it Ready Steady Cook. Well, we are gonna. Well, we could say Get Ready Cook. Get we'll call it, yeah. <laughs> get Ready Cook. That's what we're calling it. Brilliant. So enjoy Get Ready Cook. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> what are you doing? It's a Robin Helen date night podcast. Uh, I'm not. Oh, yeah. This is a theme tune. Yeah. Up at three. How many times? It's three fifteen. We're in the day together, doing some uh, activity. <laughs> well, What's that? And then we're gonna mix oh, sweet love. Yeah. Uh. My mum might listen to this. So, Rob, you're looking resplendent this morning. Thank it's you. It's a different look. It's a new look. I've just come back from the gym and discovered Rob in the kitchen wearing. Said so to you, just come back from the gym, like you're yeah, flipping. Murdana or someone. I know, well, you don't get these kind of abs by sitting in front of the fire eating chocolates, Rob. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly how you get those kind of abs, isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, Rob's wearing, today he's got a new uniform, he's, he's mixed it up a little bit. The bobbly tracksuit bottoms are gone. They are currently, Where are they? they're on a deep wash. They're on a deep wash, get, gathering more bubbles. Because I, I took the dog out yesterday on the bike and came back with... Just mud splattered all the way up my, my back end. It looked like I'd had a terrible accident in the woods. It was like a badger stripe. Yeah. Like a badger. But so this morning... Yeah, I'm trying a new pod uniform. 
The Crocs uh, remain the Crocs, clearly. They're a constant. <laughs> with, with the socks. They're a hard-wearing uh, footwear. Yeah, but the legs are out. He's got his legs out. Yep. It's very cold outside, but Rob... And what a pair of pins. Should we just talk about those pins for a minute? Granny Bean loves your legs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, oh, let me have a look at those legs. <laughs> Can I stroke them? No, no, thank you, Granny Bean. I used to be a nurse. That, that doesn't help. That doesn't make it any less weird. But, yeah, he's wearing some faded white with a light blue stripe short. Yep. Like he's on a boating holiday, but they're also quite stained. <laughs> <laughs> stained from DIY. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, they look <coughs> extremely Summery, yeah. Slash minging, right. and then with a really pale grey long sleeve T-shirt, yeah. On top, with, with a bit of chest out. I mean, this outfit is knockout. <laughs> it's very. It, I mean, I need I need a belt on the shorts. Yeah, they, I can see your pants peeking over the top. Calvin's, I by thought, the way. Yeah, I know. Got them in the have sale. They got a hole. That's it. What the pants? Yeah. Do you mean a hole in the front or just holes in them generally? Not like an access hole. Like a hole, an unnecessary hole. No, they haven't. No, they haven't even got an access hole, these ones. Haven't they? I bought them right thinking down. That they, you just have to kind of pull them around, or access through the side leg. Are they ladies' pants? No, they're not. They're men's. They're, they're a men's trunk. They're very comfortable. I can see why some people do pay a bit more. For, I'm not being sponsored by Calvin, Calvin Klein here. <laughs> but if Calvin Klein would like to sponsor the podcast, feel free to uh, get in touch. I'd rather he just sent me some pants. <laughs> Um, but uh, I can see why the, 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 the cotton's very comfortable and they, and they wash well. But not having any access is, is, can be an issue. I wonder how Justin Bieber copes. Either way, um, so we've got those. and um, There's a patch of chest hair just gently rising above your neckline. Yeah. And, um, and yet it's quite a strong look. Yeah. I, I was quite taken aback, Rob, when I saw you standing there in the kitchen. Yeah. With this outfit on. Can you cope? Um, I think I probably can cope. You can cope? Yeah. Because you're clearly significantly aroused. <laughs> um, to but be yeah, pointing anyway. all these things out. So you are about to walk the dog. Yes. I'm about to do some prep for this week's podcast. Yes. Um, Which is what? Would you like me to tell you now? I think you should do, because okay. then I can either get excited or worry about it while I'm dog walking. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue. See if you can guess this, listeners. See how long it takes you to guess what we're doing today. Based on this audio clue... Just take me a minute to get it. Spend my life waiting for you to show me things on an iPad. I know. Baths, taps, bath feet. Oh, there's oh, an update. There is an update. The bath fell through. It was huge news last week, obviously, the, on the podcast. It was podcast. a big win. It was a big win. Helen thought she won a bath for £35. I've talked to other men, and this isn't a men v women thing. You're mad about roll-top baths. You've lost your mind over flipping baths. They look good. They look good, but... But unless you like, you spend like nine hundred quid. They're still made out of plastic, aren't they? They're still cheap plastic baths. Yeah, no, but they look nice. This one, thirty-five pound. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, but it wasn't, was it? Well, no, it wasn't in the end. But um, yeah, so no, you didn't have to drive to Preston, did you? So am I potentially picking up a bath this weekend in in Halifax? Oh, he's not got back to me. He's not got back to no. you. No. No. So whatever happens, dear listeners, at my gigs this week, I'll probably have a bath in the boot of the car. Right. I'm going to need to hear the presenter. Hey! I'd like to tell about cooking with us today. It's Brian Turner and Ross Burden. It's 
actually have it. That's ready, steady, cook. That's ready, steady, cook. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing today. I am about to go to the 24-hour garage at the end of the road yeah. and buy you, Rob, a shopping bag full of, of interesting <laughs> foods and things to use and you are going to have 45 minutes to make us some lunch. Brilliant. Incredible. <laughs> Amazing. Well... Stop the presses. There we go. So, guys, get ready to write down this recipe because it could be absolutely mind-blowing from Tremendous. So we're having a game of Ready, Steady, Cook. We're having a game of Ready, Steady, Cook. Who who am I playing against? Nobody. I'm Ainsley Hallaria <laughs> and you're um, Brian Turner. I'm Brian Turner. So it's like or Gino bit... DeCampo. Gino, De... Gino <laughs> DeCampo. I don't think I can do Ainsley, actually. You've just got to be really, really uh, into it, overexcited. I did watch a little bit the other day and he was, um, he was telling this woman who was paired with Gino DeCampo, who looked like... She looked very shy and yeah. meek. But when Ainsley was talking to them... He said, well, you're going to be a little bit crazy, you two, aren't you? And then started pointing at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look how crazy you are. It's going to be crazy over this side. Like he just decided that Gino's side was going to be crazy. It's the crazy side. And this 50-year-old woman was standing there not looking even <laughs> remotely crazy. Looking very, very reserved. Yeah, very reserved. So get your, get your cooking head on. Right. Okay, I'll go walk the dog, get covered in mud, and come back. Obviously, I'm a vegetarian, so it is going to be a vegetarian. Oh, God. You don't like cooking vegetarian meals, but this oh, is going to change. God, there's just no flavour. Oh. Well, you're going to have to find a way to add flavour. Oh, I have to add uh, marmite, <laughs> wine. This is good for you. Butter. Because you're closed. We've been together how long and you are angry and closed at my years. vegetarianism. I know, I do, uh, I do, I do, I do always have tried to embrace vegetarianism and I respect vegetarianism do you know what actually I respect veganism yeah I don't really respect vegetarianism I respect veganism more but I just can't do it because as I've said before if you're eating eggs if you're you're you're, you're agreeing to the mincing of male chickens at birth if you're drinking milk you're agreeing to the enslavement of cows into the dairy dairy regime if you're eating cheese it's the same thing well, eggs, we had our own chickens, didn't we? We did have well, our own so chickens. So eggs would have been fine. But, yeah, no, I know, I know I should give up milk and cheese, but I just can't do it. Oh, you've also got news, haven't you? What? Post-birthday news. Oh, we've got... An... No, I think we should take the listener into here. Your birthday? My birthday present. Well, should we do that before I go take the dog out? Yeah, so, listener, I got an amazing birthday present, which will be an audio feast for you. We'll go and take you to listen to what Rob bought me for my birthday. You stay in here, Ron, because you'll ruin it. So, we're out of the house, walking across the gravel... To the shed. ..to the shed. And listen to this. Now, if you can hear that, folks... That's the sound of nine white doves. <laughs> which I'm going to feed right now. Feed the doves. I mean, they're essentially pigeons. They're just white pigeons. And the reason they're in the shed is they're in the shed now for three to four weeks whilst they, they recalibrate their homing instinct. So we feed them and keep them in here 
and then after four weeks we release them and the idea is that as they're then they've recalibrated their magnetic navigation systems to this place they will continue to roost here and live here essentially as wild birds on top of the roof of the shed and in the trees and stuff but then we'll roost in their little nesting boxes which I'm currently building on the side of the shed so essentially Helen's now feeding her pigeons she's Helen's like Jack Duckworth she's got a favourite one guess who it is it's my favourite She's got a favourite one that she always. Is. is this the is this the one? This is the one. It is just stays and waits for me to pick it up. As I'm looking at you, holding a pigeon. You're uh, falling a little bit more in love with me. Well, I'm falling a bit more in love with you and the pigeon, but also thinking, please do wash your hands before we begin the cooking <laughs> challenge. <laughs> So we sent, I mean, we couldn't be more northern, we've got pigeons. I know. Posh northern, though. Doves. Ah, yeah. Yeah. But the pigeon, listen to him, that's a pigeon. I've wanted pigeons for a long time, haven't I? Yeah, I've wanted pigeons for a long time, and I delivered on that that desire. It was amazing collecting them from a very nice couple up in Leeds who I met on the internet. Gumtree. And um, I had to drive with the pigeons in a box next to me on the passenger seat of the car all the way to the Lake District to do a show and then drove home That's with the them. first time she's ever tried to get off me. Look at them feeding happily around you. Like the bird woman of Alcatraz. I want to, to be so. I walk out of the door in the morning and all the pigeons land on me. <laughs> and then, like in a Disney film, and then crap all over your arms. <laughs> um, we'll keep you updated on the podcast as to the, uh, the Dove's progress. And of course, we'll have a we'll have to have a live release on the podcast. Oh won't we? yeah, yeah. Of the birds. She wants some food. Yeah, she does. Right, see if we can befriend another one. It's <laughs> a lot of flying. <laughs> I don't think I can befriend another one. But it was great, I was driving them. They found the sounds of Neil Young very settling. We're listening to the Cinnamon Girl, it goes. And in the little breaks, they go. So we go. So you're quiet when I'm doing it. Look, this one's balancing on the other two's backs, like it's in the Russian state circus. Come on, Vera. It's very windy. <laughs> it is very windy, yeah. They're powerful wings, aren't they? Yeah. Jack and Vera Duckworth. So what I'm thinking is, so we've got an onion, a tin of tomatoes, and nine doves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk this hound, and I'll see you at the prep area. I've realised that they only have 20 minutes, Rob. 20 minutes? 20 minutes of cooking time. 20 minutes of cooking time, when the clock starts. When the clock starts. But first of all, what you've got to do is open the show like in Ainsley Harriet, 
and introduce your chef for the day, haven't you? Yeah. Hello and welcome to Ready Steady Cook. Today our chef for the day is none other than Roberto Ross. Hello Ainsley. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you Ainsley. And so Robin, normally in your kitchen, is there a wet dog? There isn't normally a wet dog, Ainsley, but I've just taken uh, Ronnie for a walk. He's had a good swim. He's still got an intensity about him that means he's going to be under my feet throughout this entire 20 minute process. Uh, but, and he'll, I think that, yeah, that smell of wet dog you can, you, you're getting there will infuse into the food, which can only add a bit of flavour to an otherwise bland vegetarian meal that I'm forced to cook. <laughs> and you're a card. Right, right out. Out, Ron. Well, sit sit in front of the fire. Would you like to look at your bag? Now, I've got to say, Helen, I'm a little bit nervous about the ingredients you've bought because as I walked, as we left the house and I walked one way mm -hmm. to uh, walk the dog yeah. and you walked the other, I turned round and I saw you looking in our neighbour's bin. <laughs> so I've got to say that doesn't fill me with too much confidence. I'd just like to interject here and explain that Helen was actually looking in the neighbour's recycling bin to see whether theirs had been collected because ours hadn't. She's quite obsessed about bins. I'd also like to interject here uh, to say that the reason that I am obsessed with bins uh, is because Rob frequently forgets to put the bins out. And when, as you know, dear listener, you're on a, a bi-monthly schedule for bin collection, that really, really does hurt. Can I just interject on Helen's interjection here and say she's definitely obsessed about bins? I think I had too many high hopes, really, for the right. garage. They didn't have any tofu. Right. And they didn't have any polenta. Good. I'm glad you didn't bring tofu, because I find tofu one of the blandest substances on planet Earth. It's horrible tofu. It's like eating... It's like the texture of curds. Like, cheesy, but not... Che it's like a custard jelly that tastes of... Fuck all. I'm sorry if you like a bit of tofu, but tofu in itself doesn't taste of anything. Okay, well, I didn't get tofu. Thank God for that. So it's quite, it's quite a... Well, do you want to see the bag, Rob? Let's have a look at the bag. What have you got in the bag? I'm emptying it just like they do on Ready Steady Cook. They tip the bag upside down and empty it all out. Yeah, it's a Waitrose bag. Not that you've been to Waitrose. That must have been given to it. I've never been to Waitrose. No. Okay, so what I've got, I've got a leek. I've got some, some uh, low, medium-fat soft cheese with garlic and herbs. I've got some artichoke hearts. These are sweet potatoes. Oh, I do love sweet potatoes. You don't use enough sweet potatoes. We should do more, use more of them. Um, they've got a more complex carbohydrate in them than the standard potato. So you can have those. And we've got some lentils here, which appear to have come from the store cupboard. Yeah, I got those from the store cupboard because I didn't think I needed to buy some more from the shop. Okay, right. So, and how much did you spend, Helen? Well, it's hard to say because I only bought the leek and the soft cheese from the garage. It was quite a strange shop. I think it looked at me quite strangely buying one leek and some soft cheese. What, like you were going to take the leek home and use the soft cheese as a lubricant? <laughs> no, but it's a weird thing to buy from a... All night garage. I had the it? same, well, unfortunately it was in the daytime. It would be less weird if you had bought it in the night time. You'd yeah. get with a sweat on. Right. <laughs> I need a leak and some soft cheese now. Yeah. Oh, can I use your toilet? Yeah, that would have been really weird. I've, I've had some weird shops in that garage. I went in um, recently to get a newspaper, uh, some toilet paper, some spaghetti. They didn't have spaghetti, so I ended up just buying a newspaper and toilet paper. <laughs> 
to which painted a very clear picture as I, as I joked to the lady behind the counter that I was just going to go home and read the paper on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more minute to really have a good long think about what you're going to do with these ingredients, Rob. Right, so can I use an onion from our larder? No! No, okay, right. All I'm thinking is I'm probably going to use the leek and the cheese to make some kind of a cheese sauce. The artichoke hearts, I don't really know much about artichoke hearts, so I'm going to drain those <laughs> um, and we'll open that tin. <coughs> I'm thinking, well, it's quite hard actually because, God, it's hard this, isn't it? Yeah. You're not a, a chef. I can use garlic and I can use butter, salt and pepper as much as yeah. I want. And any herbs or spices. That's your store cupboard ingredients. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to have to cook the lentils, so I'll have to get them on. How long do they take to cook? About 10 minutes. No, it says to cook on the hob 25 to 30 minutes. So we're going to have some undercooked lentils <laughs> uh, with... Um, do you want to swap it for a tin of lentils? They always cook faster than this. They say. do. I They'll cook they in do. 20 minutes. Let's start the clock. It's 12.34. Right, so the lentils are going on, Helen. I'm putting the lentils on now. Oh, God! Oh, the stress! It's immediate! Um... Right, I'm, I'm chopping a leek. I don't know quite what I'm doing. I'm you gonna give me a job and I'll do it. I have to tell you what. Um, can you peel the uh, peel the um, the new, uh, you know the Jesus Christ? What are they called? But normally you tell us what you're going to make before you start. Peel. All the... oh, right. Okay. Let's not start then. Let's let's just stop again. It's fine. This is all this is all good. Let's just stop again. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make I'm going to make a, I'm going to make <laughs> make a paste. <laughs> I'm going to make a paste out of the cheese and the leeks. They've got to go together, haven't they? Cheese and the leeks. No, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make some... That's it. Yes. Got it. Oh, God. Is it? Um, I'm going to make... Uh, oh, shit, this is hard. I'm, I'm torn because... I don't know what to... I'm going to chop up the leek. We'll have some cheese... And some lentils, maybe into a, like a sauce, and uh, no, so cheese, leek, and artichokes into like a sticky, kind of tasty thing. But then, uh, do I serve it on lentils or do I serve it on sweet potato? Because they go mushy as well, don't they? Sweet potatoes and lentils. So I'm going to make a mush. So I'm going to make three pulls of mush. I could make three pulls don't, of mush. Don't make three pulls of mush. I don't want to make three pulls of mush, but I don't know how to not have it mushy because everything you've given me when you boil it or cook it goes mushy. Unless I, d yes, maybe dice the sweet potato, boil them, flash boil them, and then fry them. Fry them off in some garlic, in, in some olive oil to make them crispy, and then serve them next to the mush of the leek, cheese, and lentil and artichoke mush. Or, that's it, I'll cook the lentils with a little bit of leek and the diced uh, sweet potato, so that'll be tossed together into like a kind of thing. Or should I make a sweet potato cake out of artichokes and cheese and lentils? Would, would I be able to make cakes? Lentil cakes? Lentil pies? What would you make? <laughs> this is not what they do on the Shit, program. this is hard. Oh, that's it. That's it. What I'm going to do... Right, get the ovens on. The, the oven's oven on. on. Brilliant, right. Peel those sweet potatoes. No, no, no you, I'm gonna... you have to tell me what you're trying to make that first. That's how it works. Right, what I'm going to make... <laughs> is I'm going to make some little, I'm going to make some, that's it, I'm going to make some lentil, uh, lentil, leek, artichoke and cream cheese 
um, almost like fondants with a uh, mashed sweet potato top that grilled and browned. That's what I'm going to make. And what was it called? It's called uh, Cheesy Artichoke Veggie Shepherd's Pie. Okay, so peel those, um, if, and you, you know, have to peel those there, and then you also have to interview me now while we're, while we're talking. So I'm going to get the lentils on now, so they're just cooking. So what inspired this dish, Rob? Uh, fear. Fear <laughs> and the lack of knowledge of vegetarian cookery. I'm still quite unsure as to what it is we're actually cooking. It's going to be bloody lovely. So I'm going to make some individual little, um, have we got ramekins or oven-proof bowls? I'm, I'm sure going to make have. some miniature shepherd's uh, pies but, uh, of a veggie kind of sort that are going to go in there. Okay, so the timer started. Du, 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 du. 58. Yeah. So we, if they need to be done by 58. Is that going to be possible? 58, yep, they're going to be done by 58. 58 o'clock. Thank you very potato. much. Thank you very much. A sweet potato. Oh, shit, that's boiling over. <laughs> Great start. So he's ang- angry lentils, Helen. I'll move the microphone to there so it picks up your rasping tones. There we go. So, you, you, I mean, now you're beginning to see what a complex and nuanced job Ainsley does because whilst helping out the kitchen, he's constantly interviewing. He is. There's a hair in the sweet potato just there. That's it. That's it. That, don't, tell, don't tell everyone. They'll I mean, all want one. It looks like Ronnie's. <laughs> there you it go. Could well be a dog there. The end's chopping off because they're quite soft. Okay, lovely. So you've got some end-of-day sweet potatoes here for us. Yep. I don't... They'll just... mean that they boil quicker. Don't worry about that. They're they'll helpful look... for the 20-minute deadline. They'll give up their... Oh, yeah, that's just that is a tough one. It's almost cooked. Almost cooked in its own putrefaction. So that's them. You've made some disastrous vegetarian meals in the past, haven't you, Rob? Um, what, do you want to... Um, where, where are you going? Ainsley isn't combating severe height restriction. Yeah, you are almost medically small, aren't you? So I'm going to get those sweet potatoes on as well. Cart ramekins, Rob. Cart ramekins. You occasionally try and create something vegetarian, don't you, for me and the kids? Yeah. And it has been known to go very wrong, hasn't it? What, what's the worst... Veg- well, why don't, you, why don't you just walk the listeners through some of the... Shit vegetarian meals I've cooked you yeah, over the years. I do. Str- I struggle to, to know where to find the flavour in veggie food. That, that's my that's my issue. I, I'll happily try and do it. But I just it, it's really hard because you've never eaten meat, have you ever? Never. Never eaten meat in your entire life. I'm aware that as an industry, it has its considerable flaws and negatives. The meat industry. The meat industry. Uh, what, like it's killing the world? Yes. That kind of flaw, yeah. yeah. That, that one, yeah. Oh, it's not a bloody Netflix <laughs> documentary. Let's try and keep it light. <laughs> but, um, but it's phenomenally tasty. And I think there's a reason as animals, human it's animals... burning. I can smell burning. Nothing's burning. It's the lentils cooking. It's, it's whatever... you got enough water in them? Yes, Ainsley! <laughs> I have noticed. It's literally, look, it's just the... Um, okay. It's what's, what's on the top of the... It does smell like burning. It's what's on top of the cooker hob that's not been cleaned properly pre-show. So what would you like me to do now? I, I'm, I'm going to chop this leek now. Do you want me to do anything? We're actually in, in a, quite a quiet period in the meal, if I'm honest. What do you want me to do with those artichoke hearts? In the, uh, what are we going to do with them? I'd like you to chop those up, please, as well, if you would. I'll give you another chopping board. There you go. 
So if you could just dice them for me, Helen. Ainsley, sorry. Could you just dice them? I don't know. We're going to need them all. Okay. Um, I think let's take one, two. They're weird looking things. They look like you're not meant to eat them, don't they? Mm. Three? Uh, make it four. Make it four. I'm just going to toss this uh, leek in a bit of olive oil. I'm just going to split it there. When you are chopping leeks, um, you do find that they're quite. there's a lot of mud inside them, isn't there? Yeah. He gave me money off the leek. Did he? Yeah. How much was the leek? I didn't even haggle him. Why did he give you money off the leek? I think just because he likes us and he said 60 pence is too much for a leek. Who is that? Scott? Scott. Yeah, Scott. He's a good lad, Scott. Big shout out to Scott uh, from uh, from the garage oh, on no, the podcast. I don't want to get podcast. in trouble though, actually. Big shout out to uh, Jim there. <laughs> for giving you some money off the leak. I think I think uh, Scott's employer uh, would be like-minded. Yeah. And also would look at the long game of Scott's choice. Yeah. Which is 60p for a leak. How much was it? It was meant to be 60p. And you give it your first... I don't know. Didn't even check. No. So you can't tell me how much your bag of shopping was? No. Half a bag of lentils from the cupboard, you can't really put a price on that. So what would you estimate your bag of shopping was? Um. <coughs> sorry. One pound for the... Uh, 1.50, 2.89. Oh, um, God, who's going to get that? Is that be your mother? Be your mother ringing. Just rip, get her on, get her on speaker. She can join us. Hello? Is it your mother? Hello? Uh, I am very well, thank you. Um, I'm not sure that I can talk about my broadband connection just at the moment, though. Okay, can I give you a call tomorrow morning? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That doesn't happen on Ready Steady Cook. I know, that does not happen on Ready Steady Cook. Um... Uh, what were we saying, Rob? Uh, Artichoke hearts don't look too dissimilar to leeks. Yeah. Are they in the same family? God knows. They're weird-looking things. They are, but I tell you what, with some Gruyere... Which we have Gruyere got. mayonnaise and artichoke hearts melted in some bread with some garlic is one of the tastiest things I've ever eaten. Uh, what can I do now for you? Now it's slightly difficult because um, the hobs don't all work properly. <laughs> so, uh, so I think, how hot is that? Uh, how hot is the fire over there? With the, uh, it's not hot enough to cook things, is it? No, I don't think so. There we go. So I'm just taking the lid off the uh, the cream cheese there. Let's try a bit. Just oh no, nice. that's not what anybody does. Gino De Campo doesn't do that. Gino De Campo. Bob just put his little finger into the Philadelphia and mm. scooped out some and ate it. Yeah, very nice. Other soft cheeses are available. That's quite correct, but I don't know where they are at the garage. No, they're not. So we're on forty-six. Yeah. You've got uh, twelve minutes left, Rob. Twelve minutes left. How are you feeling? That I'm fucking terrified now because um, this pan's not even. I'm trying to fry these leeks off. And they're not even hot. But what I refuse to do, actually, Helen, out of respect for food and the fact that we have food poverty in our country and across the world, is I'm not going to botch this just to hit time. I'm not going to not cook it so we go, oh, we can't eat that. We might have to flex time. 
A little bit. That's not what they do on Ready Steady Cook. I know, but they're professional chefs, and I, I just don't want to throw any food in the bin. I just I can't do that in life. Can't do that. I will stand up against. No, I don't think we should limits. do that. I think we should eat it regardless. But why is why is this on full whack? But it's not even frying. I know. How, how you, you can't actually? I think we might because we're gonna have to edit some little bits out when it's boring. As long as it's <laughs> about twenty minutes, it's fine. So let's let's just accept that our cooker's fogged. And uh, we're going to have to just... There you go. Cook there are your artichoke Thank you. Hearts. They're really well chopped. Um, I really need this pan to get hot. Maybe I can swap. No, darling, you just have to wait. It's just a massive pan. It takes ages. I don't think that's helped. One thing that uh, Ainsley doesn't do on the show is tell them what to do. Does he? It just supports... Well, I know, but, they don't, but one thing that the chefs don't generally do is panic. Uh, I'd like you to chop me two cloves of garlic, please. If you would. So, chef, thank you very much. Right, they're boiling. Right, now it's, it's a different game. Is it a game that's going to be uh, within 20 minutes? I don't know. I'm it's amazing. I thought they had much longer than that. Yeah. Do you think in real life they did have longer? No, no, it happens live. If you watch it, there's no splice cuts in Ready, Steady, Cook. That's also why Ainsley says so many weird things, because they can't edit them out. <laughs> <laughs> right, the lentils. Right, sweet potato. Ow! Splash body. What? on my legs shouldn't wear shorts in the kitchen. Those shorts, you shouldn't wear them anywhere. Whoa! Despite the lentils saying they take 25 minutes to cook, they are I done. told you they cook in 10 minutes. They're done. They are done. I think actually, do you know what I'm feeling? A bit like they're singing, Helen. I'm feeling uber confident about this dish. Well, then look how your singing turned out. There's your garlic. Phenomenal, yeah, exactly. Do you want me to do anything else? Um, no, no, just, um, just have faith in this beautiful dish. That I'm now, look at those lovely leeks there, frying Everything's there. smelling great. Just sweating those down. You are allowed to use some herb spices. Yeah. Butter, there is some um, white wine there you could use. That's all going to be an option. I'm just going to chuck in a bit of butter there. That's the other thing I do with vegetarian cookery. Add a lot of butter. It's so bloody bland. I put a lot of, a lot of butter in. Um, when these are ready to mash, I'm going to have you mash them for me and make a beautifully uh, creamy sweet potato mash with, yep. lots, with butter in it. So. He has fried up the leeks with a bit of butter. He's currently boiling small cubes of sweet potato yep. in another pan. He's boiled the lentils, which are now off the heat. It's removing a dog hair from the artichoke. <laughs> the dog hairs have been removed and the artichokes are waiting on the sidelines. There we go. And so is the cheese going to go into that, uh, that leek mixture there? That's the idea, yeah. And the uh, leeks and the lentils are all going to go together with the sweet potato on top. Um, I'm torn between... I'm going to see what it looks like when I put the um, artichoke in with the leek mm. and the cheese. Mm. Uh, but I think actually, yeah, we'll need the lentils in there to give it some, some yeah. weight um, so that the mash has something to sit on top of. Yeah. That's my plan. So in are uh, going now... It's 52. You've got six minutes. You've got six minutes. There's a chance I might slightly overrun. <laughs> the smoke, the smoke alarm's probably about to go off. No, close that door so it can't. Another minute or so on those. 
Those being? The, uh, the sweet potatoes. Got me a bowl of bloody lentils there. There's the sieve. Oh! Maybe you want to ask the audience who they think is going to win, Rob or Rob. <laughs> Rob or the clock. This is like the last bit they do. They do a bit where they just make something at the end, don't they? Yeah, they bring in your specialist chef like me to do the little bit at the end. That's absolutely right. It was a great show, wasn't it? It was a tremendous show. I think, is it still going? No. Oh, some wine's going in there now. So yeah. into the leaks, he's just poured a small amount of very bad um, fizzy wine that I bought for my birthday party. And I bought it um, from a very cheap shop that had two magnums of fizz for seven pounds. And I couldn't believe my eyes. And when I got it home, I realized it was only 5%. Yeah, so it shouldn't take too long to boil the alcohol off. So yeah, That's it's good for a, cha a timed challenge. I'm going to some of these lentils now. The lentils are going into the leek mixture. The lentils mixture. are going into the leek mixture. But not all of them, you're not using all of them? No, not all of them. The rest of those I'll probably use in a salad later today. You are, you are using a metal spoon on a non-stick pan there. Yep, because I can't got a wooden spoon. Don't know where that one is. Have you got a wooden spoon? you got a wooden spoon, Ainsley? Yeah, rather than dishing out these semi-constant bollockings all the way through. There's a wooden spoon just There's in the drawer. There. Thank Thanks. you very much. There you go. Now, I'd ask you a question. Who's been chewing that? I don't know. It does look a bit chewed, doesn't it? It does look chewed, yeah. Ronnie. Chewing that spoon. So I'm using a dog-chewed wooden spoon. I think, actually, it's, it went into the blender once. Yes. Right. If you could do me the great honour of draining... Let's drain him. Ha! Shit, that's hot! Ha ha! Drink. Did they ever say ha? Shit, that's hot and ready to be cooked. They must have done. I think they're more a bit more used to cooking. I'm used to cook, I cook every day. There you go. Just draining those off. Now, if you could mash those up for me, Helen. Yep. With some salt and pepper and a good dollop of butter. That would be wonderful. No problem. Thank you. I'm going to put the cream cheese into our pie mix. In it goes. You're putting it all in? Put it all in, yeah. Wow. If you listeners at home would like to try and recreate this dish at home and send us your pictures of your, what are we calling it, Rob? Uh, vegetarian uh, shepherd's surprise. If you can recreate this at home, we would really love to see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's very orange and mushy by the look so far. It is, but as I say, if you are a vegetarian, you can't be too picky, can you? It's going to be a bit mushy, but I think the time, that's the time element that we're working against there. You can tell me the machine are playing a steel band. <laughs> I'm going to put some of these lovely ingredients into the ramekines. To the ramadamadingdongs. Which are quite small, aren't they? Maybe we should make one big dish. No, we need heart ramekins. Okay. There you go. Look at that. that wow. Looks, that looks alright actually. I mean that's, you know, already I'm saying like that's restaurant standard. Right, there we go, that's that in there. What I'm gonna do is just um, a little tip here. You can get two spoons here just to just to float that that's oh it's lovely mash that Helen. Well Thank done. you. Just to float that mash onto the top. You're almost quinelling it. What does that mean? 
It's when they use their two spoons and they try and get a quinelle of... Uh, it's a shape that you get by using two spoons, I've seen it on MasterChef. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite a isn't it? Wow, these and look amazing. Go. Right, and they're going to go in and brown the top. Can I, do you want, I don't think they need a bit of cheese on the top. Pardon? I don't think they need a bit of cheese on the top. Just going to pop them in. There you go, getting a picture of that. Just going to use this child's fork here as well, just to, just to prick the top, just to give them a little bit of, you know, a bit of smoothness. And then, just on Helen's one, just to make it special, on top of the heart, just going to draw a lovely cock and balls there <laughs> for you on the top, as we always do when we make a meal for each other. Got it. <laughs> Pee hole on the end. Do you want some pubes on it? Got yeah. a few pubes on it as well. There we go. Lovely cock and balls. Do you want some boobs on yours? There. Um, yeah, I'll do some. You probably should do some boobs on mine. Lovely pair of boobs. Don't know whether the cock and balls will really show up. It's a bit annoying. There we go. Some lovely cock and balls. And then a pair of lovely boobs. Oh, it definitely shows up. Yeah? Yeah, I can see the cock and there balls there. There we go. Let's cut that for you. Wow. There we go, right, now these are going to go into um, a very, a very hot oven. Do you want to ask me what temperature it is? What temperature is it? It's a fucking hot oven for as long as we can, just to brown the tops. Will the tops brown, do you think? Uh, I don't know. If we're prepared to wait, they will. I think if we give them five minutes, they'll brown a bit. Well, you're two minutes over. Okay. That's not as bad as I thought. I mean, we could eat, they could be eaten now, but I just think it would be nice to have a little crisps on the top. Are they going to crisp unless they've got... Do they not need something on top with a bit of fat in? Oh, crisp? shut up, Ainsley. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, they probably, need, they probably need a little bit of cheese or something. But I can't grate cheese because that's not in the larder, is it? Can't just put extra cheese in. Ah! But you know what we should have yeah. done? What? I should have made something with it, and you should have made something with it, and we should have had a competition. Could have done, but then how would who would, who would be Ainsley? No. How would you interview everything? How would you how would you actually run that? Actually, yeah, that's what you could do for me, Ainsley. What? The washing up. Four minutes over. Yeah, it could be a lot. Worse. And then we'll she'll sit down to a romantic meal, Rob. Yes. A romantic meal and a heart ramekin. Um, do you think this is going to satisfy you for the rest of the day, this meal? No, but don't worry, I've got some meat I can eat later. I've got, some, I've got uh, Tesco's, uh, the rather of the supermarkets available, had a half-price deal on shoulders of lamb. So I bought two, a frozen one, I'm going to cook one tonight and that'll do me about five meals. So I think, I, do you want to know what I would have made with it? What would you have made with it? I think I would have tried to make a burger and chips. A burger and chips. Lentil burger with chips, with sweet potato fries. Right. And what, what about all the cream cheese? Go in the lentil burger. Or we'll use it as a dip. Or a dip. I think that's what I'd have done. Because I'd have been aiming for anything to make it not soggy. Yeah, well, the, th the thing is, that lentil burger, by the time those lentils were cooked, yeah. they're like liquid. So I don't yeah, know I would have left got... them go to go that long. Wouldn't you? No. 
That means you have to step in at like three minutes and take them off the heat. Yeah, I mean the burger might have been a bit stodgy, soggy. It but, would have been a mush burger. But at least you'd have had the crispness of the sweet potato fries. Right, I think you're living in a dream world. Here we go. Ah, oh, here we go there. Starting to fizz and pop. Let's have a look. I have to pop them under the grill. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go brown down there. It's just all the from cheese the fizzing out. Yeah. Can you just pull that grill thing down for me? I'm just going to put the cock one in. Try and brown off the top of the cock. And just getting the tits one now. I'm just going to brown off. So we're just moving them to under the, the grill the now. So go under the grill. Turn the oven off and give it up with that. Ainsley wouldn't have this. There we go. The pubes on the cock are just starting to brown nicely. <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it. Pubes are browning nicely. And the nipples are just going brown as well. Let me have a look. That'll do with it burning. Yeah? Yeah. Alright, cool. Right, do you want to go and sit down? I am. The recorder. I am going to go and sit and I'll down. Bring it, I'll bring it to the table. Here he comes. There's lemmikins. Wow, I just um, this just could not be any more romantic. What are you doing, babe? It's taking a while. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring them in. Do you want the um, the the tits or the cock and balls? Well, you made the cock and balls for me, didn't you? Yeah, I did make them for you. Yeah, so you can have the cock and balls one. There we go, and there are the tits. Oh, they're harder to see now. They've been browned. Oh, they look lovely. There we go. There you go. Wow. Get involved. I uh, <clears throat> I can't wait. I mean, this is giving me some ideas for what to do with. There you go. Do be careful because, as I say, they are insanely hot. The uh, the things. So now we're on to the tasting. <laughs> oh, this smells good. It does smell nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I cooked it for you, so you do all the talking, and I stand over you like the chef. Should let that cool down a bit more, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's tasty. It just needs that bit of texture. Fine. <laughs> Do you think maybe some nuts inside it would be? Whatever. Get it down, you. Some people don't have any food. Mm. So how about you just shut up and enjoy what you've been given? No, it's nice. <laughs> I always do think that when um, I'm watching Master Chefs or things like that. It is it's a fine line complaining something's a bit too dry. And some people don't have any food in it. It is nice. It's very tasty. It's tasty, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking hot. It's now. so hot, yeah. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased with that. Mm, that's it's tasty. Cool. It's tasty. That's also what they do on uh, cooking programs. We're doing it naturally. Is start blowing smoke up their own asses, isn't it? Mm. That's really nice, that, isn't it? Mmm. I love that on. Uh, Cooking programs when whoever the, the cook is, it's just them, and they just make you something and eat and go, oh, it's great that is. Mm. Oh, that I'm judge, jury, and executioner like Nigel Slater, always makes things for himself and just sits and goes, mm, that's lovely. But stuff. I think I've seen episodes of Ready Study Cook 
It was a bit like changing rooms, wasn't it? When they went in and they didn't like the room. Right. And I think I've seen episodes of Ready Steady Cook where they didn't really like it. God, uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> God, no, Brian Turner. No. <laughs> what were you thinking? You're out of your mind. Look at that. That is one empty heart ramekin. Isn't it? Rob, mm. that might have been one of the best vegetarian delights you've ever made. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because that, I mean, that's that's standing on the shoulders of giants. It really is. I mean, so I mean, you've made you've made like a corn escalop, haven't you? Because a corn escalop. You've you've put that corn escalop in the oven. I've done corn many different ways. <laughs> corn. I've done corn mince. Mm-hmm. I've done corn shepherd's pie. I've done corn lasagna bolognese meatballs. Um, what did you serve up for breakfast the other day? <clears throat> corn sausages. No, there was corn. What were they? Oh, yeah. Southern, Southern fried Southern corn bites. bites. Yeah. Yeah, you did them, didn't you? You can stick a bit of corn in the oven. I can put a bit of corn. You know how to put a bit of corn in the oven. Or get Marmite on corn to give it the flavour. And But today, you've, that was better than a corn southern I think that was really tasty. Bite. I'm pleased with that. Mm. Maybe eating a slightly bigger one? Yeah, I could have eaten a bit more. Hey, do you know what? That'd as well, uh, there is a, more of the base. Yeah. And there's more of the mash. Mm. That's your tea sorted, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that that amount of lentils and stuff might make me a bit gassy. Well, what's what's new? I'm not that gassy. You are. I'm not that gassy. I am not that gassy. But I try not to eat lentils for two meals in a row. Right, just because it makes you a bit gassy. I do, but I'll do it. I can have it for lunch tomorrow. Yeah. I'll definitely eat it, Rob. Oh, no. I'm just eating lentils. It makes you really gassy. It does make it? me really gassy, like really big, really violent blow-offs. Yeah. That that once they start, they don't really stop. The whole bedroom stunk when I came in to get something this morning. <laughs> did it? Yeah, really. What well. did it stink of? You, your anus. My anus. <laughs> 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 I was asleep. I know that makes it worse. Are you sure it wasn't something that was on Escaping your... gas. <laughs> Overnight, all night, escaping gas. That I wasn't even aware of until I left the room and went back in. Do you know what it could be? No wonder I sleep so deeply. No, do you know what that would have been? <laughs> it would have been your gas too. But because you were in the room, it's my phone, I'll get it later. Because you were in the room, you would have got used to the smell. So it wouldn't have affronted you. And then when you went out, you came back in and smelled yourself. It might be um, insulation direct. No, I've spoken to them. Oh, have you? Yeah. When are they delivering? Finally pulling their bloody fingers oh, out. Oh, Rob's had an insulation nightmare. Yeah, I have. <laughs> so do some DIY insulated garage. Guy's not playing ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, insulation direct, you've got my money. But where's my insulation? <laughs> By the time that insulation arrives, they'll have had my money in their account for two weeks. I know, and with the way the interest rates are, what they could Creaming have made the a interest. pound. Yeah, well, absolutely. But I did... I did <laughs> When the lady rang back while I was on the dog walk, I did I did think of saying, so, I mean, you've had my money for two weeks. Is there any kind of gesture you guys can make to kind of, rather than just saying thanks for being understanding? Yeah, you should have. You should have. I want some money off. Can you give you some money off? You can't ring back, though, and say that. I could email. I could ring her back. I could ring her back now. She was very friendly, and Rob was nearly irate. Oh, still irate, <laughs> yeah. Still irate. She was apologising and Rob yeah. was still shouting at Well, her. because the last person I spoke to last week who said they'd ring me back was very friendly but didn't do anything about it. But she did ring you back. She did ring did me back. Did you feel sorry for being irate earlier? No, I didn't. No, I, th- I thought, I thought this, is, this is the problem with the fucking online... 
the online service industry is that they take your money and then it's another company delivers stuff and then if it goes wrong, you've got to chase it up. They don't do that. Whereas it used to be, you went into a shop, there was a man in a brown coat, brought the stuff out. Can you hold two empty ramekins up against your chest like their breasts? I think you, can, you should do that for you. No, no, because I'm... No. <clears throat> You're the chef. <laughs> Perfect. Can I see it? It's a very sexy picture, isn't it? Yeah. We've done lots of photographing for this episode. Yeah, we've probably put none of them up. <laughs> so there we go. Thank you, Rob. That was delightful and delicious. We are just saying as we were listening back to that, some people are very funny about having the sounds of eating in their ears, aren't they? Yeah. The sound of mastication. Yeah. So we apologise uh, profusely. But then yeah, people are freaked out by all sorts of stuff, aren't they? You, you can't... Uh... I used... My best friend when I was at school, her family were all obsessed about the way people ate. And I used to go around... I used to nearly live at their house and I was terrified of eating because if you made any noise whatsoever... Her mum and all the sisters, there were about ten of them, would all turn around and say, Stop slapping! <laughs> Is that the same family who, when you went round there, they'd all have uh, little baby bottles when they were big kids, teenagers, with tea in them? And they'd walk around the house drinking tea out of baby bottles. So, yeah, I think there were eight sisters and there were always eight babies' bottles on the, lined up on the side. My mate was about 13, she was the eldest, and they were all eight were younger than her, so from age 13 yeah. downwards, there was a baby bottle each filled with tea... Sugary with tea. ..with about four sugars in. You know, but that's, what, that's the point I was trying to make. So they do that, and they'd have a go at you for making a bit of noise when you're eating. Yeah, they'd have, have a right go at me if I, if I ate a crisp and made even a tiny... I remember sucking crisps in my mouth, whole crisps in my mouth... Until they got soggy. So, so that I didn't make so, a noise. So that one of them would have to take the baby's bottle out of their almost adult <laughs> mouth and tell you off for making a noise while you're eating. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, but I apologise if you if you were offended by the sounds of mastication. That's the podcast for the week now. Just coming up on the way out that we've got some Andrew Backlash, haven't we? Oh, Andrew yeah, we've backlash, got a Backlash, back chat. Uh, feedback. Yeah. Well, it's the feedback section of the podcast... And next on the Date Night Podcast, Bit Like Radio 4, it's time for feedback. Goodbye. See you next week, guys. You can get in touch with Rob and Helen's Date Night on Twitter at Date Night Pod, on Facebook at Rob and Helen's Date Night, and on email at Rob and Helen's Date Night at yahoo.com. Here's the Andrew chat. So our first uh, response, uh, pod, the singing podcast was just released this morning. Yep, to great fanfare. To great fanfare. And we've had our first response. Guess who our first response is from? The singing teacher? Nope. No. Andrew? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. You're Andrew. Andrew's got in touch. Okay. Uh, uh, the, says, the Andrew, the, the original Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, the Andrew. Okay. The Andrew that was upset with the, uh, the lack of a mention the week before. Right. Uh, who gave us a, a, a snotty three-star review. Yeah. Faux snotty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's back. He's back. And he says, Great podcast. Helen's voice is one of angelic qualities not too dissimilar to Karen Carpenter. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that is a grand claim, isn't it? That's a grand claim. I'll take that. That is a very, very big... Uh, that's a... Listening back, I know what he's saying. Yeah, okay. And Rob's self-confidence no, shows no bounds. Thank you, Andrew. And I, for one, commend that. Thank you, Andrew. 
Thank you very much for the mention. It truly means a lot. I especially liked being told to go fuck myself. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it in the spirit in which it was intended, Andrew. It's made me realise I'm not so much interested in sex robots now. But I actually prefer being publicly insulted by eBay-loving, relatively successful light entertainment stars from the 90s with a penchant for podcasts. For the 90s? I wasn't... Um... When you were big, Rob. No, that wasn't in the 90s. It was. No, it was not. Wasn't it? It was, it was the mid-noughties. Was it? Yes, it was Yeah, the... get your facts straight, Andrew. Yeah, I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not in your 50s. Go fuck yourself, Andrew. <laughs> Um, he says oh, that's the di- look hear that Andrew that's the dishwasher that's the dishwasher saying go fuck yourself that's bought with the money <laughs> from his light entertainment from the noughties back in the back in the heyday he says all I need now is to be told all I need is to be told oh my god can you read all I need now do you want your ruler I'll get your ruler out yep Oh, right, it's because it's a typo. That's why I can't read it. It's because it's not okay. right. Yeah, so you need to just learn how to write, Andrew. Um, all Do I you know need... what you, when you raise your voice there, you sound just like Karen Carpenter. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really smooth. Yeah. All I need now is to be called a fucking idiot by Richard Herring and I'll be laughing. Oh. Brackets. I realise this is probably even more niche and quite somewhat unachievable. Bella Mama to all, five stars. Oh, thanks, Andrew. <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. The all important five stars at the end. <laughs> we you love know, you, Andrew. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not easily curried. You, know, <laughs> you can't curry favour easily with me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, Andrew really did the legwork there and then banged five stars at the end and I'm a happy man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mutley, give me a medal, give me a medal, give me a medal. <laughs> well, thanks, Andrew. 